everybody's coming clean tonight. Hey, everybody. It's good to have you around. Maybe we are going to be hanging out on the last Saturday of March. I've got some guests here. We have at least one more arriving. And I am just so excited to do a little Friday, Saturday night uh, fun with you. I have some things that we did not finish. Oh, I'm actually going gonna, I'm gonna to finish some things from last night on Monday or Tuesday. And that is the, you know, pressure makes diamonds kind of thought of accomplishments that people in the audience have, uh, have been able to achieve in times of great stress. We already had a couple of really great ones coming in. And I think we sold the topic short. So I'm going to save it for a short night, like a band practice night on Tuesday, where we can just do the whole hour, a little bit of headlines, and then a little bit of a uh, little bit of human interest with the audience and call-ins. So that will be something. Tonight, we've got a crazy little topic that has taken off nicely on our thread on QuiteFrankly.tv, and that is the topic is: Have you ever had anything strange removed from your body? And we're going to preface that with a couple of stories that served as the inspiration for this topic. And we have gotten some good stuff to read. We have received some really interesting stuff to read tonight. That's and I can't wait to show it because it's not just, it's not, you, you think that, oh man, this is going to be gross. It really isn't. Some of this stuff is straight up mysterious and spooky. So um, I think that we're going to be able to have a good time with that, and I don't know where else it all goes, but I, I think that we're going to uh, we're going to make out like bandits here. It's Saturday night, and everybody's feeling good. Now let me introduce you to the people who are here tonight. I know Anthony is on his way, but to my to my left over here is Matt. How you doing, Matt? Hello, Francis. Good to have you. Two nights in a row. What the hell's going on? I don't know. Well, listen, you haven't been here for a Saturday night, even if it's the last one for a while. It's great to have you back for tonight. Indeed. Anyway, so it's good. good. I hope you're relaxed. You have a good day of work today? I hated it. Good. All right. Now, on the other side of the room, we have Lauren. It's me. My wife <laughs> has tagged along tonight. Hey, y'all. Hey, Lauren, how are you feeling? Great. Happy to be here. Especially since we're starting before 10 o'clock now on Saturdays. Yeah. Because if these were the old either midnight or 11 p.m. because Definitely we, never <laughs> midnight. We've been working our way backwards. Yeah. As, uh, as we age. So now it's a ni- it's now it's a 9.30 late night show. <clears throat> the late night Saturday show starting at 9.30 over here. <laughs> so it's, it's 6.30 p.m. It's a it's late afternoon on the West Coast. And we're over here. True. But Enjoy your dinner, West Coast. Exactly. The whole it's point is... Late. I'm tired. I'm tired, too. Yeah. And yeah. the real special thing is that it's a Saturday. Right. You know? Yep. The hell with it. Okay, so what we're going to do tonight, I've. it's going to be very simple, but it's going to be very enthralling. But the first half hour, we have some personal business to, to attend to. First things first, I want to wish a happy birthday. I've got a birthday here from one of our great supporters and audience members, a happy birthday, 65th birthday, to Mark Davison, husband of Nina. They both watch the show, and I hope that he is getting well taken care of tonight. Indeed. Six- happy, happy birthday. Happy birthday, Mark, husband of Nina. Mark, husband of Nina. And, 65, um, that's exciting. That is an exciting little number to get to. 
So God bless him. Hope we all can be like that. I also would like to congratulate Matt because Matt, he fi it finally happened. It finally happened. It, it, look, look at this. Here's the headline that came out today. No, wait a second. Let me, let me get the heat. Here is the headline today. Boom. Breaking news. Wow. Trump and the vice president take back USA. <laughs> Subheadline: gallows to be constructed quickly. It's going to happen, folks. <laughs> and there is Matt walking side by side with President Trump. So it seems that you finally got tapped for the position you've been waiting for. He would be the, one of the smartest uh, picks he ever made. Well, I, lo I love how as soon as you guys took back the United States, you, you said before anything happens, before we move in the new furniture to the White House, we need to construct the gallows. That's the first that's most important. Yeah. But, you know, to set an example. As incredible a feat as this is, this is only the latest of your accomplishments. Let's take a walk down memory lane with you. Well, oh. I had a Trump dream last night. Oh. I don't know what it was. Like, I did something or whatever. I was in a crowd of people, and he started walking over, and he took his jacket off, and he came, he was like, pointed to me, came down, and he just started thanking me. And that was it. <laughs> hey, For it, anything in particular? I don't just, know. Thank you, Matt. I thank don't know. You. But did he give you his jacket? Nah, he just like took it off. I think, I guess maybe for him, it's like the ultimate sign of respect. Of respect. Like he's taking off his. his I'm disrobing like... for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm disrobing for you, How man. How far did this dream go? Matt? That was it. He's like, thank you, thank you. Like he's just—I don't remember what else was said, but yeah. Okay. Well, uh, well, there, there is like as we said, this is a big day for you because you've been waiting for this. Wow. And but as I was getting to. This is the only the latest of your very lengthy string of accomplishments in your life. And I would like to go a walk down memory lane and have you explain some of this. First one up, there is you with President Reagan. Now, what were you doing for the Reagan administration? I was a speechwriter for him. <laughs> that day, though, um, I went to the emergency room after because I started feeling sick and my head was actually inflating. So... <laughs> Started to get sick. Oh, it didn't feel right. Something didn't feel right. Hello, everybody. Uh, especially over there, everybody that's hanging out with us on Rumble, which is the uh, Rumble and Quite Frankly TV are the the new epicenters of of the Quite Frankly world. All everywhere, wherever you watch it at seven o'clock or on uh, nights like tonight, specials like tonight. I, I'm always checking in with you the best I can, and I love you wherever you are, but it's great to see everybody hanging out and having a good time. Now, let's get into a little bit of this. That was Matt working for the Reagan administration. Now, there's more here. I wrote all his jokes, too. Here's the next one. There you are with JFK. How yeah. did you how did you pull this off? He was a good friend. His uh, his father and uh, my grand my great grandfather knew each other. They were in business together. Well, were they running whiskey across yeah, the Canadian were, border? Actually. Yeah, they were they were bootleggers and womanizers together. Yeah. <laughs> well, what do you do? Oh, I'm a bootlegger and I'm also a womanizer. <laughs> Been womanizing women for seventy years. Nobody does it better. Okay, so then uh, what happened? With this, where you just were obviously he he met a very tragic end. What happened to your relationship? Prior to was it strong till the end? Yeah, we were close friends. Okay. I wrote I wrote a lot of speeches like for the ask not what you can do. That that wasn't him. That was me. Wow. I wrote that. Wow, that was the inaugur that's the inauguration speech, I think. I wrote a lot of those. 
All right, well, here's a new one. Uh, the other one over here, this is interesting. Uh, explain what's going on right here. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's when we uh, came back to the Philippines. That's when uh, MacArthur came back, like he promised, like he said he would. He said he would return, and I, he asked me to come because, you know, he knew he, I was hungry, and I wanted to, uh, to you know, go over. And, and get some fighting and in. And engage in, in fighting. But also to write some of his speeches. You were a speechwriter <laughs> of his as well, right? I did. I did. I, I gave him most of his orders, too. Okay, so here's another one. Now, this is interesting. Here you are ringside with Muhammad, <laughs> Here you are ringside with Muhammad Ali. Uh, what, what was the experience like being that close to history? Yeah, it was a good match. It was very exciting. I lost a lot of money that night. I thought he was going to get walloped. But it didn't happen. Nah, he won. Son of a bitch. Okay, well here's Matt, the you're you're aging very well. Yeah. Are you a time traveler or uh, I'm a vampire. A vamp okay. I'm that a vampiric angel. The vampiric angel. You okay. Can, you can be both if you'd like, Lauren. Okay, got it. Especially these days. You Especially can be Especially in this town, apparently. You can be whatever you like these days. Yeah. Right. Right. You can be whatever you like. In fact, you can be something right now and be something else at eleven PM true i'm gonna be uh i'm gonna be in the shower at 11 30 p.m i will be sleeping i'm yes. gonna be getting food from somewhere i don't know where it's okay. not gonna be good well let, let, let's get, let's get another <laughs> one here you go here's another one matt we're going down memory lane with you now here you are integrating your help you were there for the integration of southern schools that's incredible and you were the wow. you seem to be the only one happy about it too yeah yeah there i was you are. the only um the only you know at that time I was a Republican and I was the only one that was happy that they were allowed to go to school with us I know it, I can, you can see because you're the only smiling face everybody yeah. else seems pretty perturbed alright okay well next one oh I'm sorry <laughs> this is a this is a headline we have a headline over here local animal trapper <laughs> leads the march for every day is a trans day parade <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is that all about Mike. Mike made that? <laughs> Mike made that one. Yes. Um, I, well, we all, I wonder if the, did the trapping have anything to do with it? I know it could be. It could be. Now, I, I have a, a couple of more of these headlines, uh, that at least one of them that Matt made. This one is the funniest one for me. Matt made this headline, Breaking news, farmer invents portable glory hole for all. <laughs> and uh, and of course the subheadline is I just wanted to bring the fun home. Now there's Matt holding up a board with a uh, with a hole in the middle of it. It's a piece of exactly. <laughs> and now the fact that this is a portable glory hole is hilarious. You know why? Because it's such a short piece of wood, you can still clearly see who's on the other side of it. It's pointless. But you look you look so accomplished. You look so accomplished. <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> you look so accomplished I I'm happy for you though I'm happy and those really remind me of a few things here um, uh, I, and since we talked about it last night on the show all of the all the aged <laughs> all the aged mats now uh, Matt gave us a really great. You, you might, Lauren, you just said that Matt, you've really aged well over the years. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a good explanation. Mm -hmm. a, he's a tr he's a time traveler mm -hmm. because we already know how Matt's life ends. 
In fact, right. we have. In fact, in it's fact, well documented. In fact, that we have, we have because we have looking glass technology over here. Right. We we have been able to <sighs> play out Matt's life from multiple from multiple standpoints to see how he ends each way until we get him on a path that ends in a remarkably peaceful, satisfying way. Now, um, as you know, here is a very very weird stuff when we got the de aging. Um, Matt sent us a third grade picture of him once, and uh, he actually put the, the third grade picture of him through the, the rapid ager. And it, it came out looking like a very odd bird-like, <laughs> a bird-like lunch lady. And uh, take a look at this. There's Matt as a third grader. <laughs> That's Matt in third grade, aged to about 75. That's and, good. And it created a rift. In space-time, because, again, another headline came out on the news, the very real news yesterday. <laughs> Here's the headline yesterday. Mysterious old... <laughs> mis headline, breaking news, mysterious old woman boy discovered. Old woman boy. The subheadline, there's a subheader. Uh, near the Byram River, here's a quote from the Porchester police. They said, never seen anything like it. <laughs> You're the, the river. <laughs> <laughs> Just crawled out of the river. This old woman boy is there. Uh, okay, so, but Lauren, as we said, we have, uh, we're going to show you the most peaceful route that we, we projected Matt's life through looking glass technology. Okay. Um, this is thus far because I, I heard last night he's been working on a new, a new uh, death photo. Yes. Yes. Well, we're hoping that you're that, not working on it. That's just a fake death. Right. But we projected to see how his life is actually going right, to end. Right, right, Now, this is Matt. I, I really like this this uh, this timeline that Matt's on right now. This is Matt in, uh, I think, Matt, this is you. I think you're in late, your late 50s that we took this picture from the future. There he is with St. John Bosco. Mm -hmm. Just wanted to take a picture next to his uh, saint. I was in the Basilica. Yep. Um, here is Matt around 67, and uh, and he's at a bowling. You can see that he's at a bowling alley. He's very happy. He's having a good time, enjoying retirement. Very happy. You can see a, a genuine smile. That's why we like him seeing. I like seeing him this happy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, here's Matt around 78, <laughs> and he has a Scott Adams book, Random Acts of Management, that oh. he he finds quite amusing. Yeah, that's weird that 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 guy's racist now. I know. Do you see how things change real quick? Yeah. Uh, and here we have a... Oh, wait. There, there's a Anthony's... Anthony got here. Uh, and now here we have... <laughs> this is Matt... <laughs> this is Matt around 87 or... 87, 88 years old. And you can see that he's just so happy. He's so happy because this is what they're serving. They're serving desserts at the old, at the old person's home. Um, of course, now uh, this is what we all got around to. This is the way... Thankfully, Matt ends. Um, he sent us a pic this picture. He looked into the looking glass, and here he is on the beach enjoying his last day on Earth. <laughs> and and <laughs> and that and this was the best. <laughs> this was the best ending we could find <laughs> for Matt. It's a lot more peaceful. 
it's a lot more peaceful and fulfilling than what than when the Clintons killed you. The Clintons killed you twice. <laughs> they did. They did. No, like three. No, yeah, twice maybe. On other timelines, <laughs> on other timelines, Matt had been killed uh, twice by the Clintons. <laughs> Here's the first one. We found this is very disturbing. I hope everybody is uh, is is prepared for this. But this is the first time. <laughs> He was. We found him in the backyard with a plastic bag over the head. And then uh, here's another one. This was actually up in the Adirondacks. Uh, very disturbing there. Yeah, notice, <laughs> notice the shirt. He even has a Clinton's shirt on at that point. So that was very disturbing when he hey. found him. So we're, we're hoping that he just has his his nice end on the beach. And that's the end of, of all that. So there you go. I just wanted to give a little bit of a, a shout out to him. Hello, Aunt. Hey. Aunt just showed up. And no one else. No one else is here. No. But we, okay, so Aunt, we just went through all of Matt's, uh, the timeline of his, his aging and his eventual demise on the beach. But, um, what do you mean? You remember. His photos. And we did some breaking news as well. The old, the old, uh, the old woman boy. That oh. came out of the river. That's a good one. Oh, yeah. But here's what we have to do. We're going to take a quick break because all of our congratulations for Matt. No, no. One thing before we go on break is then I want to start. And I want to do the last more than an hour on the main topic tonight. But here's one last thing that I wanted to do. It's an email that came in. And uh, we're going to continue our Pressure Makes Culture, our Pressure Makes Diamonds segment on Monday night or Tuesday night, I said, for the short show. But I wanted to throw this out there since... We got some people in the studio, and especially Matt. This was an email I received from George, and George said that this the email was titled Pushing the Envelope Physically. Because I don't know if this had to do with last night, but I thought it was interesting. I said, in a stressful situation, when have you accomplished something incredible? Here's what George said. Frank, I was trying to get into shape when I was around 22 by running. One night I was on my way home from blazing shrooms in the mountains. And I decided to quickly run a mile around my track of the high school I attended, John Marshall High. The previous night, I had just reached the one mile mark and thought I'd just get it over with so I don't lose my conditioning. I was still blazing pretty hard and really didn't feel like running, but started to run. I felt just fine when I reached the fifth lap. The fifth lap is one mile on this field. So I thought I'd beat my record. The sixth one ended and I felt fine. At 10 laps, I thought, wow, I doubled my record. I can stop here. But I just kept running. He's like Forrest Gump. Just kept running. Halfway through lap 13, I felt a little woozy, so I slowed my pace and finished 15 laps or three miles. I had never done anything close to this before that. That's when I discovered that the shrooms, under the right conditions, can give you the ability to greatly exceed physical and psychological limitations. It took about a week before I could walk without burning muscle pain again. But thanks for all the chill shows. George. Yeah, crack can do that too. Crack could do you do you that well. Uh I you know, I, I don't know. I I've heard from friends, obviously not me, about what psilocybin on a micro dosing level has been doing for things far beyond just de uh, depression treatments and things like that. So but as far as it being a performance enhancing substance and just being able to top out at a mile run without stopping and then the next night more than triple it, that seems like there was a little something extra in your tank. 
So, I'm hey, it is what it is. But I wanted to put that on the record, and we'll talk more about that on Tuesday night. All right, let's go on a quick break. Enjoy the break when we come back. Now that we have a room full of friends and fam, we'll get into the main topic and start taking your calls, because I'm sure that there's going to be more coming in. Don't go Anywhere. Oh, Renfield, good of you to come. Let's see you. Chap, how are we feeling today? Normal. Perfectly normal. Excellent. Excellent. Yes. Excellent. Uh, hungry? Famished. Help yourself. Yes, such a bounty. Yes. I was just telling Mom. What was that? Huh? You just grabbed something from the table. I didn't know. Yes, you did. I saw you. You, you, you put it in your mouth. I, I think it was an insect. Oh, that was a raspberry. Raspberry? We're not serving raspberries. But it must have been raisin. Yes, it fell off the muffin. Ah, seems to be one missing. It's missing. It's not there. Oh, raisin. Early raisin. Yes. Oh, oh, that's yes. How silly of me. Must have been my imagination. There, you did it again. Huh? You, you, you just put a bug in your mouth. I, I, I think it was a spider. I did not. Yes, you did. 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 I did not. I tell you, I saw you snatch a spider right out of the air and eat it. A spider? How absurd. Huh. What? Oh, you got my fork. Dropped it. You flung it. What's the matter with you? I don't know. Mr. Rethier, I'll ask you. What are you doing down there? What? What are you? Fork found. This is most unseemly. I don't think I can... Sorry for the delay. My God, man. You're eating insects right from the ground. What makes you say that? Because I can see one trying to get out of your mouth. What makes you say that? Out of my mouth? Yes, out of your mouth. You're all very on mouth and it's wriggling about. The ridiculous wriggling. I'm not ridiculous at all. It's wriggling all over the place. Poor thing is fighting for its life. I don't know what you're talking about. If you insist on ranting like this, I'm going to leave. Me ranting? You're the ranter. Hello, little darling. Don't be afraid. Oh. Ah, ah, ah. Oh, it's cracking. I won't hurt you. Don't hurt me. All I want is your life. <laughs> <laughs> Why the fuck are you bust on my balls? It was a long time ago. Hey, I remember every blowjob I ever got. How about you? It might be your first blowjob. Yeah, of course. How long did it take for the guy to come? <laughs> you hear that? I said, you remember your first blowjob? He said, yeah. I said, how long did it take for the guy to come? <laughs> I go out walking This will always remind me, although I love this song, this will always remind me of that, um, I don't even know what commercial it was from 1997. You remember what it is? Uh, I, I mean, now that you say it, I, I kind of, I vaguely know. The girl from, the, the younger sister from 10 Things I Hate About You, mm-hmm. she was in this commercial. And she was getting dropped off by a date, 
And they, 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 oh, they're smitten with each other. Good night. Goodbye. They keep saying goodbye. She runs inside. She goes on her computer. It's like, it's the mid 90s. So, oh, and, and they, 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 they email each other. They right? email each other, uh, you know. Yeah. When I see, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know what it was. Computer commercial or something else. Yeah, it's just, that's when the commercials made you feel good. Now all it is is COVID shot commercials around here. That's all it is. Really? I haven't. I haven't. Yeah, I was just thinking about that walking into the building because we still have those uh, COVID-19 flyers on uh, on all the doors in the building from back in 2020 when the pandemic first happened. Yeah. They're telling everybody to put masks on to prevent the spread. And it made me think, wow, I haven't really heard anything COVID related in a very long time. Hmm. Well, do, you don't you don't watch television and you don't no. listen to radio. I, I, I still put radio on from time to time. And of course, when we go and uh, bring Aurora to mom's, it, I mean, she, she usually has just something on. And during commercial breaks, it's a it's a nightmare. It's either COVID or something good about Hochul or Hochul talking about but COVID. They're, they're really they're really pushing <laughs> That's uh, all vaccines still. Yeah. 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 I mean, and vaccines for everything else on top of it. So it is. When I, during Jeopardy, all the commercials <laughs> are about COVID. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's talk about something happier. Um, uh, weird things that have been removed from people's bodies. Okay. All right. Now, here's the first thing I want to bring up. This is what this was the inspiration for this sh this show to, or this topic, I should say. Here's the headline from Miami Herald. This was uh, earlier on this month. One-year-old unborn twin. Okay, a one-year-old child, their unborn twin, had been found inside of her brain. Here's what neurologists did next. Look at that. Look at that. A one-year-old girl in China was having difficulty with her motor functions. Her head was enlarged, and she wasn't developing at the rate expected for a child of her age. Doctors decided to take a closer look, and when they took an x-ray of her skull, they saw bones in a sack inside of her brain. The case study published in the scientific journal Neurology in December said the phenomenon was an in intraventricular, uh, intraventricular fetus in fetu. Fetus in fetu, sometimes called a parasitic twin, occurs when twins become conjoined in utero, but only one continues to develop. The undeveloped twin is often absorbed into the body of the developing twin. Resorbed, as Dwight said. <laughs> Uh, but absorption into the brain is extremely rare. Doctors decided the parasitic twin needed to be removed for the health of the one-year-old, or obviously. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Because um, they said, because I don't know if they're going to go into it here. Let's see. Um, they might sound like something out of a horror movie, like in 2021 film Malignant, where a parasitic twin controls the living twin from inside her head, making her kill on his command. But it's far from science fiction, and it happened before. In 1982... A case report outlined a six-week-old that had a similarly enlarged head. When they opened the child's skull, they found a 14-centimeter-long fetus inside with limbs, a torso, a head, and other recognizable features. The parasitic fetus was removed, and the living twin was able to recover. The doctors in the case of the one-year-old girl did not share how she is doing now. And, you know, they went on to say... 
that this was a situation where the just based on the blood flow inside of the brain, the parasitic twin was able to nourish it. It's still mm-hmm. growing. Mm-hmm. That's the whole the whole problem there. Yeah. So hopefully this little girl is okay. But it's mm-hmm. not. Uh, it, this is where I wanted to throw this up for everybody. Here is the official post on QuiteFrankly.tv. Have you ever had anything strange removed from your body? I brought up the parasitic twin from China. There's another one over here. We'll do in a second. Uh, I said it does not. I don't care if it's a twin, a leech, a tapeworm, an earwig, a five-pound skin tag, or a synthetic implant from an alien abduction. And I'm serious about that. I will believe you. Call in. Tell me about your abduction. Leave us some stories below, and I've got the stories here. But look at here's one for you, for those of you out there. Joey Ramone of the Ramones was born with a parasitic twin growing out of his back. Did you know this, Anthony? Hmm. No. According to the book, Punk Rock Blitzkrieg by Ramones drummer Marky Ramone, when Joey Ramone was born in 1951, an underdeveloped parasitic twin was attached to his back. According to Healthline, a parasitic twin is an identical twin that has stopped developing during gestation. We know that. Joey's parasite twin, also, uh, also called a teratoma, was surgically removed and left him with a lifelong scar on his back after learning this. I did a Google image search on parasitic twin, and some interesting things came up. Well, we don't need to look at that, and there's nothing there in any way. But I did not know about Joey Ramone. Now, um, I'm going to read off the first. I'm going to open up the lines. It's Saturday night. We're taking calls, and I don't care what the hell you have to uh, to say. But if you can stay on topic, that would be wonderful. 914-595-6953. Here is the first Here's the first story from, quite frankly, audience on this. Here we go. First one up. This is from Brian in Ohio. Listening to last night's show, Frank, my sister's best friend, had a cyst on her ovary removed when she was in high school. It was quite large, so the doctor examined it after they removed it, and they found hair and a tooth. They determined that the cyst was her twin. And what's really weird is this girl is wild, but ever since the twin was removed, she calmed down a little bit. Hmm. Like she's still crazy, but not nearly as crazy as she was before this Hmm. operation. She attributes this to her twin being crazier than her and influencing her from the inside. I doubt I can get her to come on the the air for the interview. She's a bleeding heart liberal, but uh, just thought I'd share. So that's Brian from Ohio. So talk about removing something from your body that actually changes your personality. That's not your brain. Right. Yeah. Yeah, That's crazy. Maybe that's what wrong. That's what's uh, wrong with liberals. They have something growing inside their brain that's making them act crazy. More. They maybe they all have parasites. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, it could be anything at this point. Here's another one. Nine one four five nine five six nine five three. Come on and indulge us. This is from Delton. Says Frank, it was 1977. I was a young seven-year-old, and we were down next to the river in a creek that fed off of the Spring River in Arkansas. My my cousin Woody was a was a was reaching under logs next to the bank in the water, and we were trying to reach in and pull out some catfish. We normally see some water snakes that makes up uh, makes us jump, and then. They are pissed and, uh, and they get into attack mode. But this day we went under the water and up under the log and an alligator snapping turtle clamped down on Woody's arm. It's about the size of a hubcap of an old car. You ever you ever hear of an alligator snapping turtle? Yeah, they get big. You ever see one in, in person? Yeah. Are, is that only a southern thing or are, you, are <clears throat> they around no, here? They're, they're up here. They are? 
Yeah. Ever have to remove them? No. Have you ever had a turtle job in general? Oh, alligator snapping? No, that's down south. Up here, just snapping turtles. But what about a turtle job? Like, hey, hey we have some turtles and we have a mm. we have a problem. They won't stop. <laughs> Fucking turtle? <laughs> we got a turtle problem in town. <laughs> <laughs> it, the thing is a little, you know, you pick it up and uh, I don't know. I don't. There are snapping turtles that get really big up here, though. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. had them in our lake um, at the camp I went to. And they they made their way all the way from the lake. Had to have been at least over a mile walk for them, um, up to our like the main campground, and they laid their eggs there. And we had to to you know basically usher them back down to the lake. We had to put them into giant um, garbage bins because we couldn't pick them up. They were huge. What are the what are the what are the turtles that are down on the Byram mm. River? Tell I don't about know. the sliding turtles, the little. They're like smaller ones, yeah. with like a green. And there's a lot of turtles, head. sliders, and there's a lot of turtles over there at that little duck pond that uh, in Playland. Yeah, yeah. A lot of them over there. That duck pond has just dozens and dozens of turtles. You can see them sunbathing. What kind of turtle did we have as a kid? We had a Chinese box turtle. That's right. Chinese box turtle. We named him ET. And that got old very, very, very quick. Yeah. What happened to him? Uh, we gave him to uh, uh, our mother's work friend. Yeah. And she had two kids. Uh, we were just, we were, we never cleaned the tank like we told our mother we would. So she was cleaning it. She hated it. And um, I don't know. I feel bad for that little turtle. It's probably been dead for so long now. <laughs> Chinese box turtle. I'm looking it up right now. Oh, uh, probably looks just like E.T. Yeah. 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 Yep. yep, there he is. All right, here is a, a little bit more. I didn't even finish this one. I'm sorry. The, the turtle. So a, an alligator snapping turtle is over here. About the size of a hubcap of an old car. He came up out of the muddy water, did Woody, screaming to high heaven as this turtle was latched onto his forearm and his jaw is locked, which we knew he would never let go. I ran down to the river to get my uncle to come help. As soon as my uncle saw Woody sitting on the ground with the huge turtle locked on his arm, he yelled, shit and reached into the truck and grabbed an old Coke bottle and tried to beat it off. But it was just doing more damage to Woody's arm. Damn. He found an old knife in the glove box, but it wasn't very sharp knife, but he began to start cutting that turtle's head off and Woody was making hard, deep groans as his arm had already turned colors from the trauma. Damn. It seemed like 15 minutes, but they finally cut the head off of the alligator snapping turtle, but the turtle mouth was still latched onto his arm. We drove about five miles down the gravel road to our home where my uncle took us into the shed with some of the long screwdrivers and channel locks. He finally freed his arm from that turtle head. Wow. It took all summer for his arm to heal. I would never forget that summer day as I've always thought that could have been me. Just a day in the life of growing up in the mountains as a kid. We laughed for years as we would reminisce that story. The scar still intact to show people what uh, what we were doing. Uh, respectfully, Delton. That's in. So yeah, that's a strange thing that you had to get removed from your body. A turtle head. Mm. Usually we just jettison our turtle heads when we're on the toilet. <laughs> but these. Um, <laughs> but this is a, a real one. Not a, not a. It's not an allegory. No. Or metaphor. Mm-hmm. Okay. Real Here's a real one. Let's take a call. All right. The four three four. You're on the air. Who's this? Four three four. Hello. Hello. Four three four. 
434 please turn off turn off the uh, the show quickly uh, okay hold on yes Hello. excellent there you go okay 434 what do you got for us tonight who is this this is Marina I live at Wintergreen I'm calling to say hello to Frank you're on you're on right now how are you I'm fine, thanks. How are you? Great, great. It's great to hear from you, and I'm glad that you're hanging out with us tonight. So what did you want to comment on tonight, Marina? So I want to tell you about the box turtle I had okay. on 86th Street, 86th Street in Manhattan when I was a nine-year-old new to this country from Italy. Oh. And his name was Pasqua. P-A-S-Q-U-A, Pasqua, like, you know, Easter. Easter. Yeah, and we used to feed him hamburger and lettuce. Ate like a king. And one day, what? He ate like a king. He did. He lived like a king, had a little corner on our terrace, on, on a rooftop of a garage, um, and had brick surroundings. He had his own little hangout, you mm. know. And then one day he ran away and, well. He ran away? Jeez. Yeah, he got out. That, that, must have took, that must have took all day. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing, you know. We had a Pekingese, too, and he ran away one day somehow through the revolving door of the building and out onto 86th Street to whatever nirvana he was seeking. And I was blamed for his escape. Well, I can see, I was, I can see a dog. <laughs> I, I can see a dog getting away. But did you ever have any clue as to which direction the turtle went? I guess somebody must have snatched him up. No, I think uh, what I think he did, somehow he escaped and went out through the terrace and onto the rooftop. And then, Jesus, I don't know where he went from there. Well, anyway, that's a very interesting story, Marina. What what years, my, my final question for you is what, what years were you living there? 68 to 76. That's that, that's an interesting that's an interesting time frame over there in New York. A lot of a lot of change, a lot of flux. I'm sure did you ever you ever listen to yeah, that? Yeah, right near Gracie Mansion, you know, I used to hang out in Carl Schultz Park. Did you ever listen to any of the episodes when Tony Black is on with my mother talking about old New York? <laughs> Some of them, well, a little of them, yes. Okay. I mean, that's that's 30, Black, that yes. would that would be 25, yeah. 30 years before you were there, but still, that's interesting to get a, a little bit of a progression of people who lived in that city uh, uh, over the years, and Marina, thank you so much for calling in and telling us, giving us a, a turtle story. That was really nice tonight. Hey, listen, I am grateful to have had the opportunity. Love you, Frank. Bye. Please call in more often. I, I, I'm, I'm storing you. I'll just say, uh, hold on. I'll, I'm going to call you Marina from New York. <laughs> there you go. Okay, call yes, in more often. Big buddy. Okay, take care. All right, you oh. too. Bye. All right, be well.
All right. So the, there's there's a box turtle. I know. I don't know how the hell a turtle r runs away. That is. Uh, I don't know. I don't understand that. Lauren, do you understand? No. Had to. Not sure how that. I know how Lila would run away. Yeah. It's fast. Fast, and chaotic. Yes. Yeah. No reason. With no reason, but she's never made it off the porch, so. Thankfully, Thank thankfully, you. she's. She only runs left. <laughs> I know. Here, let's take another call. Physical graffiti's on the on the line. What's going on? Physical graffiti. Hey, uh, hey, Frank. Uh, knock, knock. Who's there? Gestapo. Gestapo, who? We ask the question. <laughs> the KGB. Only we ask the question. The KGB will wait for no one. It's true. It's true. We got some office fans out there. All right, here we go. Let's go to another another story here. Let me go to a uh, some creepy music because I think this one is a little bit mysterious. Mm. Okay, you ready for this one? This is from Johnny Nada. Johnny says this, we were living in this small mountain town once, developed a lump. He developed a lump on his back, stung like a mother. Went over to the doctor's bright and early one morning to get it checked out. I walked in and the place was frigid cold. The lights were off, nobody was around. While I was waiting for someone to check me in, which never happened, a guy in a lab coat with a name tag, Tim, comes rolling out of the back room. I tell him what's going on and he brings me back. He pokes around a little bit, localizes the area, and then commences to cut on me. Okay, so he's cutting on me. Uh, after he stitches me up, I asked what it was. He said it's a metallic foreign object, but wouldn't let me see it. I made a joke about it being an alien implant, which he didn't seem to find funny at all. He just asked me if I was ever in a car accident. Nope, I told him. He tells me to come back in a week to get the stitches removed, and then off he goes, disappearing with my top secret metallic foreign object that was in his back. So I go back in for a follow-up, this time with an appointment, and the receptionist can't find any of my information, no visit or billing records. She asks when or who treated me. I told her and described him. She says that they don't have anyone named Tim staffed at the clinic and no young male doctors. Too weird. I didn't want them touching me again, so I canceled the visit and ended up going home and having my wife pull the stitches herself. I'd like to think the whole thing was some elaborate alien conspiracy, but in reality, probably just some random psychopathic <clears throat> night janitor honing up his serial killer skills. I guess I'm either in the Gray's DNA database, that's the alien Gray's DNA database at this point, or lucky to be alive. Either way, no more pain. Thanks, Dr. Tim, whoever or whatever you friggin' were. That's... <laughs> oh. No, thanks. No. I'm not so sure I would have gone back there with uh, Dr. Tim. I mean... Who wheeled himself out on his chair from I some I would have wanted background. answers. Now, what was it? Like, yeah, you need the answers. Listen, I went over to a doctor. I went over to the doctor's bright and early, so it's a doctor's office. Yeah. They don't know who it is. Whoever they were were proficient. I bet you any money it was an actual alien. It was an alien. He had to just show up there very quickly. So yeah, he had to travel at light speed, right? It was something. I think there were. I think we're talking something along the lines of missing four one one here. Unless there's an alien doctor in every doctor's office or whatever in in the country. Just waiting. Yeah. That's one hell of a story, Johnny Nada. 
Wow. <clears throat> yeah. Okay, let's see here. Um, let's take a call. Here, here's one from Bo Dizzle. Then we're going to take some more calls. 914-595-6953. Bo Dizzle says, This was strange to me at the time, not so much since researching more, but I had this hard callus, like a section of skin form on the top of my head, uh, on top of my left index finger, below the nail over a matter of three years. Every now and then it would get itchy and troublesome, but it... It wasn't painful or anything. One day I was doing something involving my hands, probably an inside of an engine bay, and I knocked the top of this thing and it didn't bleed a drop. So knocked the top off of this thing and it didn't bleed a drop. Instead, there was a void of normal skin with a tip of something shiny and green visible. Hmm. I started freaking out, but I found a pin slash needle or something and started prodding and found this green thing was glass. Digging and grabbing some tweezers, I eventually got out, and sure enough, it was a sliver of green glass about five millimeters long and three millimeters wide. It didn't bleed either. There was a pocket of skin formed right around it. I was sitting there for ages trying to work out what or how when I remembered that years and three cars ago, back when I was in my first car, I had bought a bottle of sparkling wine for the girlfriend of the time, but something had happened where I wasn't open and I had stuffed it under the driver's seat because it was rolling around in the cabin. I promptly forgot it was there. Several weeks later, I got into the car after I parked somewhere hot for a day and noticed that the, uh, noted this odd alcoholic smell, but it didn't remember the bottle, just rolled around the windows. I didn't remember until I reached under the seat to clean the car, pulled my hand out with a good deep cut on the finger. Hmm. So, so imagine that, a little shard of glass embedded itself in your hand like a splinter mm -hmm. and obviously like a splinter you are your body naturally tries to eject it out but it probably could not get this thing going mm. so in all of the natural processes that kick in to eject this thing from your skin it really just formed scar tissue around it and kept it in place and then kept growing on top of it damn yeah like a cork wonder does he say was there relief afterwards? I don't think. No, doesn't say anything about that. Julie, Julie, you're on the air. What do you got for us tonight? Um, I know last night you guys were talking mm -hmm. about things that made a difference in your life, or I guess, you know, you go through troubled times and whatever. And accomplish and some, some, something that you accomplished, something that you accomplished uh, that you're really proud of yourself about or that really changed things around during a stressful time. Absolutely. And so I was... Um, pregnant with my second child. I was in an abusive marriage and my dad was dying. He passed away um, and my ex-husband, uh, I'm not going to repeat the things he said, but anyway, um, I decided at that moment after we left the funeral that I wasn't going to take this anymore and that we could do it or I, I could do it on my own. And so when my dad died, my daughter was two weeks old and I had a two and a half year old as well. And I went back to school full time, started working full time towards my dream job in law enforcement and um, raised my kids full time. And it, it was amazing, you know, you just have to do it. <laughs> that is, that is, that is incredible. You talk about, yeah, that's, it is a lot of pressure. That is a, that is a big, um, a big task to undertake. It's a, it's a big thing, and you, you did it for yourself and your children. That's wonderful. 
Yes, and then 10 years later, I met the man of my dreams, and we have two more children, and we've been together this year will be 20 years. Oh, that's one. It only got better. That story went from, went from great to fantastic. To perfect. Absolutely perfect. And I am the proud grandmother now of my first grandchild, Evelyn Marie. I love that little girl. Oh. But it, 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 um, <laughs> now, that is the child of which... Your firstborn my or your secondborn? Yeah, my oldest. Um, so it'd be my first marriage. Yeah. Okay. Well, Julie, this and is. And I still get along with my ex-husband. So I mean, it was. We just could not make it work. So I still love him. He's the parent. He's the father of my children. So. Well, I, I'm really happy with this story, and I'm glad that you shared it tonight, Julie. Thank you so much for this. Thank you. Well, have a love wonderful you. night and enjoy. I, I'm sure every day is a celebration for you. Yes. All right. I have to. Thank you. Say say hello to that grandbaby for us. That's what I would like. Uh, Albert, flat Albert. What's going on, Albert? I'm sure you've had something weird stuck in you before. <laughs> well, I already did the bullet one. But yeah. I, I got another one, but I wanted to do the the under pressure thing, the performing under pressure thing. First. Well, just oh, like you can do it. You can do it, and I, I I would love to hear it. Anything goes on a on a Saturday night, and we have about 45 minutes uh, ahead of us, but. Um, but I want to also do this on Tuesday, so so don't. If you think this is a really really good story, don't waste your bullets now. But go ahead. Uh, okay, I can I can wait till Tuesday. I got to I I'll just do the I'll just do the uh, the weird thing in the body then because I already did the the bullet thing. But uh, when I was like I, I don't know I was like seven or something, and my uh, dad took me to the beach and uh over one of his friend's house or whatnot and you know just a little kid running around on the beach and i stepped on something and i was like whoa whoa what the fuck was that because it hurt really bad right and i looked at the bottom of my foot and there wasn't anything there but it was like really sore and uh i just kept playing whatever um and a few days later you know it kind of subsided and whatnot kind of like that glass thing that you were talking about but um winter comes summer comes and i'm like hopping fences and i hopped a fence and it was i landed you know hard on my heel and and i was like what is that so i went in the house grabbed my little uh exacto blade for putting models together yeah and started digging in the bottom of my foot and it was like not painful or whatever because like you had mentioned the scar tissue or whatever and i kept going down i'm like oh my you know because i was i went down pretty far into the bottom of my heel and finally i saw this little black dot and i was like what the hell and i went and i got some tweezers and i'm still like a quarter maybe three-eighths of an inch down in the bottom of my heel Jeez. and i grabbed this thing i grabbed this little dot and i pull it out dude it was like a thorn that was like you know like off a thorn bush or something yeah it was like almost an inch and a half long and uh never the cool thing is is it never hurt healed up fine and yeah that was that was pretty weird to me well they, I'll, I'll save the other one for like you said for like tuesday but i got i got a good story for you on that one that's what i can, I, I love those stories and i think tuesday will be perfect i'm sure we'll be dealing with a lot of shit by tuesday as usual so we're going to need a break <laughs> <laughs> All right. Have a great evening. All right. See you later. You know, I, that, that I totally believe. What were those little 
those little bird things, Lauren, that we stepped on in Myrtle Beach last that year. That was terrible. My big toe hurt for a long time after that. So there's a lot of things like that on a beach yeah. that can yeah, get I lodged. Can Man, he had to dig three quarters of it. Oh, no, not three quarters of an inch. Three eighths of an inch. I don't think I could do that. You'd have to. You would have to, Matt. Well, if you had something, what's the deepest that you would dig into your body to take something out yourself? Uh, I don't know. I would be able to go definitely through the top layer, and I don't know. It depends on how much it would start to bleed. To now be I'm honest. just thinking about that movie. Which? <clears throat> what was that movie where he had to cut his own arm off? Saw 28 hours or whatever. Oh, 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 guy oh, oh yeah. yeah, with James Franco. He, oh. he James Franco actually had to do that for that movie. He actually <laughs> cut his own arm off. He had to. I would just have given up after the first hour. No, the, the worst accepted that I was gonna die oh there. Oh my god, the worst part of that film is, cu- is, is cutting the nerve, right? When he cuts the nerve, yeah, yeah. I, jeez. yeah, no, talk about the will to live. But you know what? Think about, yeah, you, you don't have an arm. But think about that walk across the desert afterward, knowing <laughs> you're going to live. That 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 that, sh- that should be pretty great. Still, I mean, am I? Is there a guarantee after that that I'm definitely living? Well, he wasn't too far away. It was just that he got caught in this gorge. Yeah. This deep gorge. <clears throat> any, any, you know, what are we gonna do? People get caught done at the end. If you want to go hiking, at least bring a radio with you or a buddy. Right. You know, the buddy system. We used to do that in camp. Yeah. Everybody has to be a superhero these yeah. days. Or an electric knife. I've got a super <laughs> chat, a super chat that came through. Yeah, you, you should bring a, a, a one of those <laughs> battery-powered turkey uh, turkey carvers yeah. just in case you have to cut your, your yeah. arm off. Yes. Um, I have a super chat that just came in here on, quite frankly, superchat.com from Barry McCockner. <laughs> Says, thanks for all of the laughs throughout history. Chrononaut Matt, what? you're you're a chrononaut. What's a chrononaut? You 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 travel through time. Indeed, I have. Yes, yes, you have. All right, so let's see here. I'm going to go back into our first one is Vesper. Vesper says the strangest thing I've had removed from my body actually re- removed itself. Seeing a baby come out of your body is both strange and magical. It was so great, I did it more than once. So she had a baby. I guess that goes the same for you, Lauren. You had a baby. Yep, sure did. I saw that happen. Mm -hmm. Can Uh, I have a baby? You could. We can do anything you want to do, Matt. Anything you'd like, man. Didn't you see the... Didn't you see the the breaking news? What now? The, The breaking news from me? The first breaking news. Where the hell is it? This was the breaking news from the other day. So it just take my advice. <laughs> Host of Quite Frankly supports the trans community, and there's a quote for me. Be who you really wish <laughs> Be who you really wish to be. <laughs> really wish I to love be. That. So if you wish I to be pregnant, that. Matt, you can be that tomorrow. So just go ahead and It's such a that 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 That's definitely Mike, right? I know. It's yeah, Mike made that. That was what started the whole string of um I thought you started it. No, that was... It was Mike? No, Anthony jumped on second. Anthony jumped on second. When Mike sent that over, I knew that this was going to run through you guys. (laughs) Stuff like that always runs through you guys, especially when you first found the Face app and everybody's making themselves old. Anthony's picture, 
Anthony, the original picture of Ant that Anthony sent of him aged and his hair all messed up and the, the app recedes your hairline and stuff like that, yeah. and he just he's staring down with this regret. <laughs> uh, that alone was one of the greatest things I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> but, but the fact that... The, the fa the fa <laughs> but when you, when you put this headline... YouTube star found drunkenly wandering. <laughs> That's and, all I could fit. And here's the quote. I've had enough. Claim, <laughs> claims a star. star. <laughs> That's, That's it. What I really want to do... Oh, I can't. Do you remember that someone uh, is give you a donation? Which? You had to make a video about someone said something ugly. I was gonna make it like that. Like it came back to. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Okay, here's another one. Let's. We're gonna take some. Do this and take a couple more calls and just if, just whatever. At this point, uh, Shmoopaloo says, "Frank, I ended up in a hospital in my early 20s. Long story short." My right ovary was removed. During the biopsy, they found hair, teeth, and bone in it. This is okay. So this is two of the same. Now here's the first first. Um, this is a first-hand account. The first one of this we heard from somebody who was telling a story about a sister's friend. Do you remember that? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So man, the hair and the and the teeth, bone. Those are. Can somebody who understands human development like this email me? I know we have quite a few doctors out there. We have a, we have very very learned members of this audience let me know what is so foundational about hair and teeth that these things are found not only just on ovaries but everywhere else i've heard this a lot i also know that hair and teeth is what uh the blair witch leaves behind outside of your your tent as as she's stalking you and i know nothing about that please you, you stop speaking at you. this Okay. This moment. Okay. Thank you. That's it's not too far from here. We don't need to talk about. You it. can't you, talk about things like that. You sleep too close to bedtime. There was a. Sorry, uh, Lauren. I'm. So, I love you. I'm sorry. Love you. There was a. I, I saw like I don't know how how real it was, but I saw a Instagram video of like some kind of like fish with teeth. Like the, yes. Oh, human you saw teeth. That? I saw that. I What's saw that. What's that about? I don't know. It, it could just be fake. No, the fish with human teeth. Yeah, it's not fake. Yeah, that's real. Well, how, how that's a real fish. It looked like a, it actually looked like a human mouth too. Is it, like the, the lips looked kind of human. If it, it well, I remember the human face. The the fish with the human face. That was weird. I saw that a couple of months ago. No, I didn't see that. It, it, human like face. It just it doesn't look like a fish face. It looks like something else. Um, Matt, have you ever encountered anything, uh, any kind of animal that had? A disturbing feature that it should not have had, like human teeth. Yeah. Or what? Oh well, no, nothing like that. Well, but anything. I caught this raccoon once, and uh, its fucking eye was like not completely falling out of its head, but it was, you know, googly popped out, and it was red. It was all red, Aww. and it just was like no fur around it or whatever. Oh. Ouch. What is that like? Like a I don't know conjunctivitis. I don't know. No, I don't know what the hell it was. It's probably at a glory hole and got caught something. He might have been. Horrible. Horrible. Ted. Ted what? Thyroid eye disease. Is oh. that what that's called? That's the other commercials that, I see constantly. Yeah. No, I don't know what it was. It was something like way worse than eyes. that. So oh, maybe you, something You know how else? bad these... these maybe uh, an attack. These bad, how bad these commercials are with the drugs now? 
the commercials are so bad with the drugs when they get to the side effect the side effects uh, uh, portions of them that you have the narrator speaking over the commercial talking about the side effects and then on a ticker below mm -hmm. the screen there's More. other sets of side effects they have to do that that's an advertising requirement yeah, but what I'm saying is it's not reflecting what right. the n narrator is reading because they have to read they have to I think they have to verbally say so much but it all has to be visually presented hmm. it's just it's just so crazy to see it's like a legal thing two separate sets of side effects prov provided at the same time now yeah yeah and you know what else I see now on what? a lot of these uh, commercials what that you never saw before uh, you have to tell your doctor if you've had your vaccine yes. before taking these medications yes. now if you have or are planning to be vaccinated doesn't say specifically which which but it does mention that you're right well again those should not be allowed either that's the, the second on my should be banned from TV list after 24-hour news yeah well I, I I said that along I've, I've been saying that for years now for those should all be gone if doctors in the West mm -hmm. are, are, are are trained for over 10 years to do nothing but diagnose and prescribe medicine then they should know what medicines are out there and right. what is appropriate for people right. to go and throw this in people's face I would rather have Marlboro I would have. I would give me back the Virginia Slim commercials. I want to see cigarettes on television again. Cigarettes aren't that bad. <clears throat> I'd rather have cigarette commercials than this. It takes how long for cigarettes to kill you? It's taken like, how many people are dropping dead from myocarditis now or whatever? Uh, well, you saw Dr. McCullough on the show the other night. He's, he's, he was talking pretty uh, severely about what's going on. <laughs> okay. Uh, here. Oh, we haven't even finished this story. My bad. I'm sorry. This is just the this is the live radio for you. All right, so teeth and bone were in it. Removed it. The 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 uh, the right ovary. I thought odd, but okay. It was just one of those things. Fast forward to my mid thirties now. I began producing kidney stones, kidney stones that were too large to pass. Ugh. They ran the tests and CAT scans, and it turns out I was supposed to be a twin when I was born, but the twin didn't totally develop, so I had some spare parts. I had three kidneys. I have three kidneys and three uteruses. Three uteruses? Oh, wait, wait. U uterers. Uterers? You are... Wait, your readers. Your readers. Urethras? Oh. Your readers. Oh, oh. So that's... Is three urethras? Okay. It, what is it, your reader, lady? It's... I would assume part of your urethra. Is it? Probably has huge, it's, huge it, cum shots. What the hell are you talking about? Ureter, hold on. Let's see what a ureter is. A ureter is a tube that carries urine oh. from the kidney to the urinary bladder. Okay. You're talking about shit like there this. Are two, I don't want to know what's going on in my body when it's going on. Do you know how many organs you have inside of you? I don't care. Think about all, all those things. All of a sudden, things. you like start feeling yeah, what you're talking. I'm gonna about. pass out. Think about, I feel like just, getting cut open. Just think about all those things flopping around inside of you. There are two ureters, one attached to each kidney, which usually is 30, okay. uh, 20 to 30 centimeters. So she has three ureters. Because she has three kidneys. Has nothing to do with urethras. Right. Okay. Sorry. The urethra is the, the, the is the <laughs> medical information. That's the final. That's the final passage through yes. the door. Okay. See, we learn things on this show. Fast forward to mid-30, I began producing kidney stones. They ran tests, the CAT scans, turned out I had all this. So I have three kidneys, three ureters, 
They all function. Wow. It's this third kidney that primarily produces the majority of my stones. I'm amazed I don't rattle when I walk. Oh. I'm frequently in the hospital for uh, li- uh, lithotripsy to try to break them up in order to pass them. I guess that's the ultrasound. Oh. Hmm. I know that you can break them up with sound. You go to a urologist and they pulverize your your uh, stones. My husband chides me by saying, "Baby, if you're be if you're." If you be pissing stones, you can't. Can you at least make them diamonds? <laughs> yeah, I tell them I'll keep trying. I swear that man's out of the will. Ha ha. Actually, he's been my rock through all of this. He got more than the he, they got, he bargained for in me with this ongoing issue. My question is, <clears throat> if you got three kidneys, all of them function, and one of them is producing stones, why don't you get rid of it? Right. It might be hard to make that claim to a doctor because they're functioning yeah yeah I, I, I don't know if she could you know donate it or something but yeah I, okay donate <clears throat> can you imagine being the, the person who gets that kidney there's sometimes that they consider those kind of things like a mutilation so a doctor wouldn't do it like when you want to get rid of your leg because you have a phantom pain in it mm. <clears throat> Excuse me. Matt, what, what would you, uh, what are you most likely to cut off of your body? My penis. Okay. <laughs> Is that just to, just to, for what reason? Is it just because you've had enough I, of everything? Or I, you just, it's just, I've always felt weird with it on me. <laughs> 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 just feel like it, it's just intrusive. It's just weird. Gets, come on now. This is very odd. All right, here we go. Uh, Cave Toad says, a bunch of us were hanging out. Some chode decided to stick a rock in their nose and blow it out. All maybe seven or something. I did the same but inhaled. So, yeah, Rock Uh. Nostril may be a great band name. So I I wonder if he got it out of there. Cave Toad, is the rock still up your nose? Is that what you're getting at? Okay, well, um, let's see what's, uh, let's take some calls. First one is from Robert. What's going on, Robert? Hello there. Um, I uh, have a story that might amuse you. Um, Like a lot of people, I had to have um, my wisdom teeth out. Okay. These years back. And um, the uh, dentist had uh, a hard time with me because not only did my molars have extra roots they were wavy too so he really had to dig around and pound around in there to to extract the teeth well everything was fine except a couple of days later i get some irritation um against my tongue you know the inside of my uh, inside of my mouth something's coming out of my gum and poking me in the tongue Mm. and um although you know you couldn't see it like move from my gums into my tongue it moved fairly quickly before lunchtime i was in agony because of this thing migrating out of my gums against my tongue and you know when you have something like that happening in your mouth you can't avoid it wait wait, wait a second wait wait robert robert so so you're you're saying when yeah. you say migrating you're saying over the course of a day it's actually it's it's moving around the inside of your mouth yeah it's moving out of my gums you know, from where the where my molar used to be, uh-huh. and, and coming out. out, and it's poking me in the tongue while it's doing that. Jeez! Ouch! And and yeah, it turned out to be a shard of bone. Is what it was. The dentist didn't get all the shards out. Wow. He missed one. Yeah, and uh, so it was excruciating. It nearly had me in tears before lunchtime. 
And so I went to my boss's office. My boss was a, was a woman. I went to her and I borrowed like a handheld mirror and a pair of tweezers. And then I worked at a print shop then. And so I went to the stripping room and I borrowed an exacto knife. Wow. I'm you're, sure you know what you're, that is. You are really, you, you're, go, then, you're going, tell me you're going for this. You are going to perform <laughs> surgery on yourself at work. Yes. Yes. And then, yes. And after I got the, the tweezers, the mirror, and then the uh, exacto knife, um, then I went out to the warehouse. And again, this is a print shop. And one of the chemicals we had in a 55 gallon drum was alcohol 40. So I drew some alcohol 40 out of the drum and I carried all this to the men's room. And I used a handheld mirror to direct the overhead light into my mouth. And then uh, I got in there with the exacto knife and made a made an incision and then used the tweezers to pull the bone shard out. It was about an eighth of an inch long. And since um, my body has started to absorb it, it had a really um, uh, uh, almost like a pumice type surface all the way around. And the edges were kind of serrated because of the pitting. And that's why it was just causing so much agony, poking me in the tongue. So it, it was—I mean, it, it was bar, barbed almost like a uh, like one of those uh, those those a shark tooth. Of a shark tooth. Mm. Yeah. It, so it wasn't it was it, was, it wasn't deep enough to be. In shape. It wasn't deep enough Say to. Again? It wasn't deep enough to be entangled in a nerve or anything. It's just that it was serrated and mm-hmm. it it was right. just cutting you in every direction. Yeah, yeah, it was just coming into my tongue, and there was nothing to do about it except get the hell out of there. My God, good. For so, so let me let me ask you this: You use the exacto knife. You make a little bit of an incision. You loosen this thing up. You get the tweezers in there. You pull it out, and of course, you start swishing around with the alcohol. How instant is the relief? Well, I didn't swish. Um, I didn't. Um, I used the alcohol on the exacto before I made the incision okay i didn't put alcohol of 40 in my mouth okay. no way Jeez. okay so I, yeah okay but but so how how uh, instant was the relief or was it not instant because you just made another incision oh, in your was, mouth oh it was ab- it was absolutely instant and not only that i hardly bled at all i mean it closed that incision closed up so quick you wouldn't believe it it was something else i mean a few minutes after doing that I was in there hunting for it, and you, I couldn't find it. It was like it was never there. Hmm. Wow, we. Wow, that's. Hey, you know what? You got balls. The, the only thing I've done close it, it, to that, I've taken. Uh, I've taken a, uh, a a what was it? I've taken. I've used straight edge razor to take a a skin tag off. That's it. Oh, that's pretty good. Or a nail clipper to take a skin skin tag off another time. Mm-hmm. That was, I did that too. I mean, that, that's just in easy. a very personal area. Oh, <laughs> that was that was no fun. A dick tag. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I got you. I got you. Okay, Robert. Well, I'm glad everything worked out for you. No, no, uh, no self surgeries, first person surgery since. No, thank goodness. <laughs> Good. Well, thank you for the call. This is great. All right, take care. Love to all. All right, have a good one, Matt. What do you think about that? I almost did that because remember I had that uh, 
years ago because I used to open bottles with my tooth and uh. it cracked. So after years and years of sugar or whatever, it just started. And one day it broke apart and it was fucking killing me. And I was I was almost going to take it. But then I said no. And I left it and I got used to the pain. And every once in a while, it would just start to hurt. And the last time it hurt was... Uh, one November day, and in, in when I was in Washington D.C., and then it was cured. That's right. That's right. That was that the, shit. That was it, it. Happened like that. I don't know why, but that's what happened, dude. I'm talking about, dude. That thing was like that for years, for like a good ten years. It was cracked. It would like hurt sometimes, and uh, Trump. Yeah, then Trump. One day, I yeah, that day I went to D.C. and I touched the fucking window of the beast, and he touched it back, <laughs> and it's on video. As soon as 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 soon as me and Nick Nick was there, dude, before he came, I said, yo, I said, yo, my tooth is starting to hurt. Because I told him, like, yo. And he's like, oh, no. I'm like, it, it'll be all right. And then right after that happened, we went back to the park. I'm like, yo, my tooth just fell out. He was like, do we need to go? I'm like, yo, it doesn't hurt. There's no blood. It didn't hurt. It's never hurt since. You need, if you, well, obviously you're Trump's VP now. And uh, but yeah. you need to get that message to him that he uh, th if we actually submit this to the Vatican, that is one miracle. It, yeah, it is. He, he worked a miracle. That's, that's yeah. one. Yeah. I th what do you need for it to be canonized? You need three miracles or two? I think three. So he's the, we have one confirmed miracle. He cured your tooth. It, it fell out. It fell right out. And there you have Okay, well, we're going to take another quick break. We come back for the last 15 minutes of the show. I want more calls. This is, this is so great. Great, great stuff on a Saturday night. This is just the way I like it. Don't go anywhere. The glass was just in the small pocket. I guess it's just going to be the two of us. We seriously lucked out with good weather this weekend. Here, let me pack you a little Scooby snack. Damn, shit's purple. Super sticky. It's crazy to think we're just a small speck. There was a meteor that just cut through Perseus straight into Draco's tail. I thought it was going to hit Earth. <laughs> Who are we listening to? Delicate Steve. Delicate Steve? Yeah. I like it. Sire? Then I hear somebody say Scooby Snacks. <laughs> we got a live one. Where do you think the contact with the aliens came from? Where, when did that start? You know, I, uh, I'm not going to get into it. Uh, I need to hear about the, aliens. I know you already know all this, show. Hold on a second. It's always, but I want to ask you this because I don't know. Oh, yeah, right. We're in contact with aliens. Like what kind of shit? Here's what's happening. Because it's not just one group of aliens. What's the different groups? The what big five. Okay, tell me okay. what's going on. Let me begin. This is really, I'm telling you, Joe, this is a real deal. We're listening to you. Well, first off, elves is the main group. Okay. And they call them the elves. It's the clockwork elves. I don't think you're allowed to say that anymore. There are bad things that look like elves that have horns when they show you who they really are. Damn. They're bad aliens. I'm with you. AI is alien. Like a, like a robot? Yeah. They're like robots coming to kill you. Jesus Christ. The chimeras are alien. And there's a hive, hive mind sort of thinking to a lot of this. They want the organs. I swear on my kids I told you the truth about that. I believe you. I believe you. They're coming after everybody. Jeez. It's a breakaway civilization, dude. We don't know what they've got. Joe, they're control freaks. Well, you're everybody's control. a That's control That's why I'm so freak. glad you're in the fight now. These guys are on stuff that, like, nobody even knows. What do you think they're on? Stuff they've been given. Okay. 
I understand what you're saying. The other's like armed guys with machine guns. That is a group of people that were obsessed with combat. About the most fearless killers there are. Do you think that's from their heritage of war? I mean, it's just like, it's mental illness, man. Yeah. That's a fact. Okay, let's go. Yeah, it's uh, it's. Th I'm looking at the Rumble chat and other chats right now. They said it is three miracles that you need for it to be canonized. So, uh, we have one. We have one. Uh, so, there's that. It's 10:45. We're going to take this to the top of the hour. <laughs> it's been a really nice engagement here. So, call on in. W what are you laughing about, Matt? I don't know. Then one time we're talking about canonized, and we said <laughs> that's when they shoot you. Cannon. <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> yeah. That's when the, the Vatican shoots you out of a cannon. They shot they shot John uh, Pope John Paul out of the, the cannon. Yeah, just just into space. <laughs> space. He went away. They shot him right into heaven. Okay. I'm trying to think about any weird things. I've had a lot of surgeries, but the only weird thing I can think of is when I had my appendix out. It was not laparoscopic, and part of my incision shortly after surgery, the stitches opened, but the stitches fell inside. So when I went to the doctor for them to, you know, they had to like butterfly it, um, they had to go and take the stitches out. They had to go back inside of you to they find the stitches? To, with like these long tweezers. But it was just like right there in the doctor's office, you know. He had to, but I was like looking and you looking inside of your stomach. Yeah. What'd you see? That just like red Nar stuff. Narnia. I don't know. I felt like I was gonna pass out. Did they numb you up? No, for that, no. He just came at me with the tweezers. No local. No, it wasn't like he was. He, he wasn't like he got the stitch and that was that. <clears throat> yeah, that was. But other than that, I had a planter's wart when I was. <laughs> I had a planter's wart when I was in third grade. Mm -hmm. It was right underneath my right foot. Yeah, and um, it was so. Th it was just so thick. Like it, there wasn't so much sticking out, but I can. You can feel that there mm -hmm. was so much more, like an iceberg. Yeah, yeah. So my mother took me to a podiatrist, and and he said uh, he gave me some options. He gave my mother some options. We can either inject them with a local anesthetic and cut it out right now. Uh, we can give you these acid pads to kind of dissolve it over time, or we can freeze it. Right. And I'm so I'm thinking I'm not going. No, I'm. He's not going to put a needle in me right now, and he's not going to cut it out of me. I'm not doing that kind of surgery. I was scared of that. Uh, I didn't. I the acid pad thing, whatever. But he said freezing it. And I was like, ah, okay. That sounds fine. Yeah, let's freeze it. Get, get, get it a little bit cold and you know whatever <laughs> and then you start realizing that getting this thing frozen off of you is just as bad as getting burned with a yeah. blowtorch yeah. 
with a blowtorch. Yeah. Uh, so I'm sitting there with with my mother, and um, my foot's out, and they are, you know, just shh, and it is just freezing and freezing up, freezing up, whatever. And I start feeling the sting, and it sucks. Mm-hmm. But then they 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 gave my mother a little something to go home with, and it was a uh, uh, an exacto knife, a a scalpel, just the, the tip of the scalpel, just the blade. And they, they gave her instructions for whenever she would need it. I didn't know what the hell's going on. Anthony and I, we were part of a, a seasonal show that my father was an MC for at the Westchester County Center called The Dive Show, where everybody around the springtime or something, uh, they would put together almost like they put up a catwalk and they would go and model dive suits, all that stuff for people mm-hmm. who were at gonna go out for the summer you know snorkeling whatever the shit so because my father was the MC Anthony and I we would be in this dive show and we'd, we'd be using the, the the full body dive suits and all that stuff and just go like out there scuba gear yes pretty much yeah and we walk down and back and <clears throat> do our thing well the day of the dive show I'm backstage just actually this is the first time I ever saw a, uh, a, a an adult female nipple by the way <laughs> Uh, in areola, all right, specifically, mm-hmm. we were because we have to change in a changing room, and my mother's trying to change us, and she's, you know, there's other women in there getting into and out of dive suits, and she's she like assuring them they're not going to look, and they're like, Frankie, Anthony, just just look at me, just and let's just, and she's getting us into our pants and whatever and all that, but you know, I look over her shoulder and I just see these big areola, and uh, this first time I didn't know how to to process it. Hmm. What was I talking about? <laughs> Your oh, wart. The wart. <laughs> uh, so I'm, I'm at this thing, and Anthony and I have to go on the stage soon, but I start feeling there's, there's a little discomfort with me walking. I had just gotten freezed the day before. Mm-hmm. I look down at my foot, and this thing, you've, had, you've seen a blister. You've had a blister before. Imagine a blister that was raised an inch off of your body. Yeah, yeah. And with it at the top, this wart is floated to the top. Mm-hmm. On, that's how they separate it from your body. Mm-hmm. So I, I showed my, I said, Mom, you know, I'm, I'm a little freaked out now. I said, you, you know, what's going on here? So she put a Band-Aid over it, and I walked on the, on the, you know, the side of my foot. I limped through it mm-hmm. just to get through it. And I just walked on the side of my foot, not to put my foot flat, because I didn't want this to burst all over the place. And then as soon as I was done, I think Anthony stayed behind and finished the show. But I went home with my mom, and we went to the bathroom. She took out the X-Acto knife and a little slight, and it was just like... Yeah. And then she had to, you know... Only thing about that, you're not really... Popping blisters makes it so much worse. Because like once you get past a certain... Uh, once you get past like that period of time where it's like filled up, it'll eventually the water goes down and it's better that way. So at least the skin underneath heals before the mm. thing peels off yeah. because that mm-hmm. sucks when you pop so a blister and underneath. it's just raw. It's very raw. Yeah. And that's the, and, and this is what was the, the craziest thing. So the <clears throat> next day after that, I had to go back to the podiatrist because they were the ones that were going to remove the wart. So my mother got to lance it to deflate it. But I went in the next the next day, and they they cut around it, and they removed this iceberg of a thing from my foot. And then for the next two weeks, the healing process was so weird. I, w- I was bandaged up and stuff, but about a week after the thing happened, the the it, I I still remember the itching mm. of that thing healing up. I remember watching Ren and Stimpy, 
and just like rubbing the the, the ball of <laughs> my foot and just went through my sock and I just couldn't get enough of the itching and scratching. So um, I think that's I, all. I froze. Uh, I had I had one recurring uh, wart that would show up on my finger, and I I bought the kit for freezing, mm. the freezing kit, and I <clears throat> I froze it. Uh, I had to do it a couple of times because I kept. Because at one point it went away, same thing, blistered up the whole thing, uh, and then um, and then it, it like I didn't get all the root, so it came back a little bit, and I remember the final time that I did it, I I went and I did things that you weren't supposed to do. Like I I once once the thing got blistered, it got blistered and uh, exposed a little bit. I froze, I. It was painful, but it did the trick. I I froze the actual exposed skin of the of the blister. Like Jeez. after the blister broke, it was so painful, and they, and you're not supposed to do that, you know. But it did the trick. <laughs> well, hmm. you should you should enter that into the medical journal somewhere. <laughs> imagine imagine Anthony gets peer reviewed by somebody. <laughs> it's in a medical journal. You're not supposed to do it, but in a pinch, it this will work. This really works. <laughs> it works. This will be the fix. My so gosh. Uh, let me see here. I got. Oh, and there's also the acid you put on. Yeah, the, that the, was one mm. of the. That was one of the things. The, the uh, click click acid. <laughs> uh, how do you say that? A click click. A A click click. Acidic. Uh Here is. Uh, I, I need to get through some rumble rants over here. Uh, Larkstar says Matt's laugh at MP3 is on a, the Quite Frankly TV forum for downloading ringtone. All right, guys. So that's from last night. You go to quitefrankly.tv. You go to the forum. Matt's laugh MP3 has been made available for download. So to make it a part of your ringtones. <laughs> that's that's what everybody's done so you can go and do that wow i can't believe that i need to see somebody has to take a picture of them receiving a call send it in to me so i can see the finished product uh six c's says thank you for sharing your awesome corner of this world with us well you guys were you're this is the whole point we're in, we're in the same corner isn't that great this is the only time in history that we could be able mm. to get together like this and not be syndicated by a larger company or something and we are bridging the gap between continents and oceans and it's a it's a lot of fun it's a lot of fun i'm glad that you're all here and we were only getting started many more years to go Larkstar says thanks for the great time tonight uh matt laugh you have on your forum i downloaded off of quite frankly tv day it's very good okay so they isolated your laugh matt and that is going to be bringing joy to people throughout the years over on QuiteFrankly.tv, powered by Foxhole. Happy to uh, happy to catch you today, says Secret Weapon. Thank you, Jesse81138. Cave Toad says, in honor of the Chrononaut, thanks for the chill Saturday night to the four of you. Thank you. Thank you so much. It says, no, the rock was removed at the ER. Oh, this is Cave Toad from the, the thread. The rock was removed at the ER a little while later. I should have added that. Yes. Because we know that people live with bullets mm. in their brains and other things that they they're, they're afraid to take out because mm -hmm. it may you know rupture something. So I wouldn't be surprised if somebody has a stone somewhere. Um, but yeah, 
Yeah, that's what I got for you. Anyway, there is... Wait, what's this? There's one more? <clears throat> okay, there's one more over here on the thread, and then we're done. It's it's 10.55. Let's see here. This is from uh, Chickaloo. Chickaloo says, Hello, Francis. Found you when you first got on Pill.net. I was hooked from the first podcast on, and I have not been missing one episode ever since. I'm happy to be one of your subscribe stars. You deserve it so much. Thank you so much. The story is more about how the removing happened. I just... Let's see here. I must have been around 9 or 10 years old. I had about 7 rats. Warts, you mean? W-R-A-T-S? Is that a rat? What is... Oh, it's a rat. Let me see if this is... Warts. It has to be warts. W-A-R-T-S. St. John's warts. I had some... (laughs) I had some of St. John's warts on me. There's so many warts with that guy. My gosh, they bottle it up and they sell it. Why'd they make a saint out of him if he went around giving everybody fucking warts? I know. It sounds like a sinner to me. Uh, one night I was, so he had, so she had about seven warts on different fingers, some that were getting really big. I think I got those catching uh, little frogs in the pond close to my house. One night I was at my grandparents' house and my grandmother looked, uh, took her wedding ring and holy water. She started putting the holy water and doing... A cross with her ring on each one at the same time she was doing it she was praying out loud once she was finished I went to bed the next day at first I did not realize it but at some point I looked at my hands and they had all disappeared all seven warts hmm. and all she had was some some prayers a wedding ring and holy water uh, all gone overnight while I was sleeping it was like they were there uh, it's like they were never there I ran to my grandmother screaming look grandma she did not look surprised like she knew. This is a miracle through prayer, no doubt about it. Amen. Wishing Lauren Aurora and you all the best. Love you guys. XOXO. Damn. Wow. That's it. Well, uh, Chickaloo has one miracle on her belt. She's, she yeah. just, her, oh, her grandmother. A prayer answered. Just warts, but hell, I mean, that's... Did any of your grandmas, um, like, pass, pass the head or pass a headache? Pass your headache for with you. holy water. What does that no. mean? No, there was like my grandma would do it. You, if you got a headache, you would call her or whatever. You were there, but she, there was this like, I don't know, because she never really said it out loud. Um, something she would say. I don't know if it's like a chant or a spell or a prayer, and then you'd have to like wash your face upwards three times, um, and then like your headache would be gone. It I worked. Know. And, and you could only pass down the tradition. Um, there was, like, special rules. I think it had to be on, like, Christmas Eve. I think the only one in my family that maybe still does it is my Aunt Louise. I got to I gotta ask her about this next time I see her. Yeah. If we get to, if we see her on Easter or something like that. Yeah. That would be, uh, I want to know about that. Yeah, I called her many a time. Well, several times. And she several helped. Several teen times. Several teen times. And this is, and, and she got rid of. Like multiple, yeah, it it worked. Headaches? Anytime I called her to do it, it worked. Also worked when my mom would pray for me. So I don't know. Maybe it's just the mind over matter. Could be. Um, I, I, somebody in the chat room said planters' warts are actually caused by HPV. <laughs> well, uh, not for me, as uh, as you know. In third grade. Yeah, I I, I had just seen my first areola <laughs> af- after they froze after, the wart. After the so, wart was already passed. All planters' warts after. 
the dive show. Were you yes. walking around a lot barefoot at that time? No, I've never been a real big barefoot yeah. walker. I'm just surprised. Like I'd, I'd get them from um, when I was a swimmer, like being on the pool deck. And you'd freeze them off? I'd go to the dermatologist and they would freeze them. Damn. So you had an out. Did, did you? Did you have, so you have to do the Lancet thing. I don't remember. I I definitely remember it like bubbling up. I don't remember having to lance it like that. But maybe it would just kind of. I don't know. Oh well. I, it, it, either way, there's a. I know that they sell the the at home free. Yeah. Oh, well, that's what like Anthony, Anthony was using. Said. Mm. Yeah, but th- those are for little corns and shit like that. Right. Anyway. Little plant like. Uh, yeah, like. It has a, it's a, a little thing where you take out the little tube or whatever. Yeah, put it in there. It re- releases the CO2. Inject it? No, it releases the CO2 into a pad, and then you put the pad on there for like 20 seconds. Mm. <clears throat> so uh, it's like I'll dry work. ice. Yeah. Yeah. But I've uh, it works better on like the real like those like those warts that are on the outside, like the smaller warts that you get like over here. Yeah. Th- those like. It gets rid of real quick. Well, I mean, I'm glad that tonight we got at least one story, just one, that insinuated there might be some extraterrestrial involvement. Mm. Everything else uh, is still pretty interesting. These, these, these tw- the twins, the hair, the the, the teeth, yeah. and I wonder what we're going to get in the inbox in the days to come. But thank you, everybody. That's here tonight, and thank you, Matt, and thank you, Aunt Lauren. It's been great. And thank you, Pyretta. Pyretta, yeah. She's been hanging out over there. Great calls, great super chats, and I cannot wait for more on Monday. Um, for everybody that is part of, quite frankly, monthly subscribers, you know, Sunday we do the, the, the Sunday streams. We may not be doing it tomorrow, uh, just because I've got a, a lot pressing to do to get ready for the new week but also we don't have a youtube account until thursday uh, next week regardless of youtube coming back or not we're going to test out the new private stream option on pill.net because going forward um we're going to need to be a lot more independent as it is so there's uh there's that coming thank you all so much tomorrow night on uh on the sunday night feature i forgot what movie i wanted to set aside for you all but we're gonna have i'll curate some really great stuff for quite frankly tv starting at 9 p.m and that's it thank you everybody have a good night thanks for having us frank no thank you francis no no my hey it's my pleasure you guys my pleasure see you all soon i'll catch you on the flip side Quite frankly, is filmed before a live studio audience. And now our super chatters are starting with Mike Literace. Oh, I didn't see the Mike Literace just showed up right now. And Barry McCockner. Thank you so much for that. Thank you to all my Rumble ranters. It's great to have you along. And to my friends on Foxhole. We'll see you on Monday. Be well. Enjoy the rest of the weekend.